Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Thursday, March 23rd. The U.S. government is considering banning TikTok. Some Republicans and Democrats have signaled they're on board with that. So the app's CEO has a very tough task ahead. Republicans and Democrats alike are skeptical of TikTok for two reasons. The potential impact it has on mental health and safety and the possible national security implications. And members of Congress got a pretty big supporter of this effort to ban TikTok today when House Speaker Kevin McCarthy indicated he's on board with it. He's in favor of it. Even though TikTok is not available in China, TikTok's parent company, ByteDance, is based in Beijing. And that is the center of the concern U.S. officials have because they believe it's possible that China could force TikTok through ByteDance to hand over U.S. users' data to the Chinese government. That's because the Chinese government enjoys significant leverage over businesses under its jurisdiction. And that concern is significant enough to make the Biden administration threaten to ban the app entirely in the United States, unless ByteDance agrees to spin off its share of TikTok. TikTok CEO Xu Chu was on Capitol Hill today trying to reassure lawmakers that the company takes these national security concerns seriously. Now, that's what we've been doing for the last two years, building what amounts to a firewall the seals of protected U.S. user data from unauthorized foreign access. The bottom line is this. American data stored on American soil by an American company overseen by American personnel. We call this initiative Project Texas. Project Texas, this so-called firewall for U.S. TikTok data, isn't done yet. And if you saw this hearing up on Capitol Hill today, you would realize that much of Chu's attempts to assuage concerns and stress that the company is not at all an arm of the Chinese government, that fell largely on deaf ears. Many members of Congress interrupted his testimony to say they simply don't believe him. Listen to these exchanges the CEO had with Democratic Congresswoman Anna Eshoo and Republican Congressman Bob Latta. Congresswoman, I have seen no evidence that the Chinese government has access to that data. They have never asked us. We have not provided. But you know what? I, have I, asked find, that that, I find that actually preposterous. It's controlled by American Do any dance employees in China, including engineers, currently have access to U.S. data? Uh, Congressman, uh, I would appreciate this. This is a complex uh, topic. Today, all data yes, is stored yes by no. default. No, it's not that complex. Yes or no, do they have access to user data? We have, after Project Texas is done, the answer is no. Researchers who've unpacked the app have said TikTok does not appear to be collecting any more information than Google, Facebook, or any other platform, which is something Chu tried to stress today. We're committed to be very transparent with our users about what we collect. Chu also said the company doesn't currently sell user data, but he couldn't promise that the company wouldn't do that in the future. These researchers also say TikTok doesn't seem to be behaving in ways that would overtly indicate that China's spying on people right now. The U.S. would become the first government to broadly ban the app on personal devices 
if indeed it moves ahead with that plan. This comes as the Biden administration has threatened to ban TikTok in the U.S. unless Chinese owners divest from it. This apparent ultimatum specifically comes from a U.S. multi-agency panel known as CFIUS, the Committee on Foreign Investment in the United States. The group is composed of the Departments of Treasury, Justice, Homeland Security, Defense, and Commerce, among others. The committee and TikTok have been negotiating a deal for over two years for the app to stay in the United States, but it's not clear if the divestment request represents the final deal or not. Either way, that process is entirely separate from what's happening with lawmakers on Capitol Hill demanding their own ban on the app. At a Foreign Affairs Committee hearing today, U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken said he didn't know if China divesting from the app was sufficient enough for him. Listen to what he said in exchange with Congressman Ken Buck about China. Shouldn't a threat to United States security be banned? They do it to us. Why don't we do it to them? It should be ended one, uh, one way or another, and there are different ways of doing that. The implications for a ban obviously would be quite broad. TikTok is said to have 150 million American users on that app monthly. And though lawmakers seemed pretty much to be in unanimity in its opposition to TikTok today, it is important to remember how critical young voters are in presidential elections and specifically how influential and critical young voters were in Joe Biden's 2020 victory. Many, many, many of those young voters are on TikTok. It's where they get their information. It's where they engage politically. So banning TikTok could have political consequences, electoral consequences here as well. It's worth noting the Senate Republican Campaign Committee has already decided that TikTok is not to be used in any of its campaign activity. Democrats, on the other hand, have been using TikTok on the campaign trail to interact with young voters. That obviously would be impacted by a decision to ban the app. As for government devices, well, TikTok is not allowed on government devices. As I noted earlier, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy told my colleague Manu Raju today he does support legislation that would effectively ban the app. There are a number of different proposals working their way through the committee process right now, and McCarthy said he's going to let that process play out. But his vocal support here for a ban at the end of the day is going to be a huge boost to many members of Congress who are seeking that outcome. Beyond the national security component, there is the mental health and the safety for children that was front and center in the discussion today as well. Committee Chairwoman Rogers and Ranking Member Frank Pallone both highlighted those concerns. Here's Frank Pallone. Children and teens are particularly vulnerable. Frequent online use of interactive media on digital devices is associated with increased levels of depression among middle and high school students. Research has found that TikTok's addictive algorithms recommend videos to teens that create and exacerbate feelings of emotional distress, including videos promoting suicide, self-harm, and eating disorders. The TikTok CEO told Congress that protecting teens is the company's number one priority. TikTok has launched a number of features recently to make the app safer for young users, including setting a new 60-minute default daily time limit for kids under the age of 18. But lawmakers criticized that feature for being too easy for teens to bypass. The founders of a nonprofit focused on protecting children pointed out that fact earlier today as well. 
This generation of kids is engaging with platforms that their parents are being told have parental control features, but these protections are superficial and inadequate. If you care about our kids, you have to realize this is not an app. This is a weapon. Chu was making the case today that if TikTok is banned, there will be severe consequences for free speech, the economy, and competition in the big tech sector. And there are lawmakers up on Capitol Hill who are not in favor of a ban. Listen to Congressman Jamal Bowman, Democrat of New York, who spoke at an event today called Keep TikTok. TikTok as a platform has created a community and a space for free speech for 150 million Americans and counting. Why the hysteria and the panic and the targeting of TikTok? Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram and other platforms have allowed lies and misinformation to live on their platforms. And TikTok content creators were urging some members of Congress to reconsider this quest to ban the app. So I'm asking our politicians, don't take away the community that we've all built. A ban would erase a source of income for millions of small business owners across America. TikTok has given me and countless others like me the opportunity to showcase our talents and make a living doing what we love. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.